1: See, si, senor, I would like the
0: Pollo Ranchero, por am just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let <laughs> this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Travis Oig. Brian Chesko. And the delay's there, Guy I almost missed my cue. So uh, my oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're new. This is new. New era. New trying things. I cannot wait. I'm not even going to spill it on the pod yet, but we are going to be working on some changes that is just going to make this better, give you more places to find us, and make it more fun. And I'm what, super pumped about it. What would anyone care? You know I'll, what? I'll, might, I'll, our, our moms One might quarter care. second yeah. delay between moms, each name. Moms might care. All right, fine. Travis, you have something about Holland you need to tell us.
2: Yeah, I had a weird interaction. Uh, with Holland? No. Okay. Uh, with a Norwegian family member is your
0: family Norwegian. My wife's is.
2: Um, Okay. And so we had a family event in New York and it was a funeral. It was
0: a a funeral. So I I was, I was a member, but I was like, if you want to go there, you can, it it,
2: it happened. So family members came over from Norway as well as from lots of other places. And um, the cousin from Norway comes over. Um, She's a school teacher.
0: Can I pause this real quick? Brian, if you had a cousin in England, Die, would you go to that funeral? I'm impressed at the yeah. moment. The cousins came over to the funeral from Norway. First cousin, yeah, probably. First cousin, probably, and, yeah, yeah. This okay. is, and this is a first right. cousin. So the okay.
2: the the deceased is the first cousin of the. We it's just, it's through, just so. okay. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, actually, it's it's that's not like true. Like if it my is, like if
1: my first cousin when he was in the Air Force, if he was stationed in Germany and they decided to have the funeral in Germany, we probably y- would have. So around. this is right.
2: the niece of the deceased. Okay. This who came a so cousin to to me via marriage. Anyways, yeah. all I have to say. Yeah. Shows up from Norway. Her English is pretty good. She's a teacher and so she's been to America lots of times and she communicates pretty well, but we had this interaction that surprised me, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So my kids um, are very young, and in America, we do this uh, weird thing where our kids cut out a little man. They decorate him, color him up, make him you know pretty. And, like a gingerbread and man? And they call him Flat Stanley. Are you okay. familiar with Flat Stanley? I've never heard of Flat Stanley.
0: I don't think I've ever Flat heard Stanley of Flat Stanley is an Stan.
2: American tradition. And I'm disappointed that neither of you have experienced Pretty Flat Pretty sure Stanley. it's not
0: a tradition I, if I've never heard of it. I love whatever it is. So Flat Stanley <laughs> is literally I'm gonna Flat Stanley. Google search Flat Stanley. I'm sure will come up. Yeah. I right.
2: So Flat Stanley is a piece of paper. He's just a little boy on a piece of paper that kids can color. But the, the trick to Flat Stanley is you put Flat Stanley in an envelope and you mail him to someone. Okay. And they take pictures of them with Fat Flat Stanley and then they mail him back okay hmm. and so it's a way for kids to learn geography
1: and culture and you know
0: flat Stan kind of has of... gone to Spain and was at a bullfight. sure and got sent sure. back to or, yeah. absolutely or he's
1: in or he's in Phoenix and went to that's right he saw the some sort of painted rock in, the, in a in a nice southwestern it's, desert
2: is it weird that when you said he went to phoenix all i saw was like the movie cocoon with all the old people getting into that the is pool. a little
1: weird yeah but i i appreciate it's like it flat stanley's
2: in the pool wow. with all the old people from cocoon anyways so my son sent flat stanley to this cousin oh, in norway okay and so flat stanley was sent to stavanger uh in norway
0: there is no way the flat Stan had a picture with Holland. But keep going. This is my way Stanley. too early prediction here. But no, you, I don't want to interrupt the story. So keep going.
2: So because my cousin is a teacher, and she knows English really well and has been over here a lot of times, she was really invested in this in this project. So when we sent it over, it's got some instructions with it. Oh. And we didn't hear from Flat Stanley or, or our cousin for several months. Months? And we're a little bit
1: worried like, that maybe she- – she didn't things want to participate, or, or, or yeah.
2: maybe it got lost in the mail. Yeah. We weren't really yeah. sure. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this fat envelope shows up. I mean, it's a fat envelope. What the heck is this? It's got all of the, the, the stamps on it. It's from Norway. And it's a journal of Flat Stanley.
0: A journal?
2: All over Not- Norway with pictures of really wow. cool things. And one of the pictures was a, a mural in Stavanger, of what she described in the in the journal as a famous soccer player, um, and he's you know in a yellow and black kit, and it's pretty impressive, and it's very clearly um, Holland, uh, brood, Ireland, Holland. Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, this is really cool. That's flat Stanley next to this mural. This is amazing. Well, in the journal, she goes on to describe that that's where he's from. He's from. He's the from there. His father was is from there, and so uh, he, he. You love Harlan Holland's dad. All that to say, um, we get to the the family event, to the funeral, and she's got nowhere to go because um, she's staying in a hotel. She didn't didn't rent a car, so she was hanging out with us. We were all going to the same places. We got to talking, and I was telling her how much you know my son appreciated the the journal and how it was you know far more work than any other family oh, put into for the sure. thing. Um, all that to say, um, she's like, Yes, uh, yes, yes, That was I was like, I was, that, that mural was really cool of of Holland. She goes, Oh, you know him? <laughs> and I said I said, Yeah, yeah. I think everybody knows him. She goes, I just didn't know him. I didn't just figure no one would know who he was. He's obviously famous in his hometown, but I didn't know he was famous anywhere else. And I was like, No, absolutely, he's definitely famous. Um, I I love watching him he had a great season you know all this stuff oh you you watch Oh, you know see she said you know i i was really really thinking about calling his mother to see if he would sign flat stanley for uh, you uh, but then i figured you wouldn't know who he was stop and i said you know his mom are you serious like she's like yes ev- everyone knows, knows it. it's a small town apparently it's a small town
0: and she bumps they, into Sterling's there all the time at the grocery and store, and
2: it's a thing that he does fairly regularly. And she was talking about it, and so I looked it up. and Would would you would you know? He's sitting out in the middle of this like I don't know fairy tale village, basically, uh, with all these kids around him signing stuff, and just he looks like he's having a grand old time until a kid. Gets him to take a picture with him, and he's holding up a United jersey. To which he says, "No, no, 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 no! Delete that photo." He d- makes the person delete the photo. He holds his hands over the badge, says, "Come back over here. We'll take another one." He takes a picture of the kid holding his hand over the the United badge, but still takes takes a picture for the kid. Yeah, but he made him delete the other yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so he does it a bunch, just hanging That's out, cool. hanging out in their little town. Wow. And so before she left, she said, "You know, if you you guys were so helpful, thank you so much. If you ever need anything, I, I haven't forgotten." You want your autograph, uh, so we'll see. We'll see how nice. it goes.
0: Okay, so we we might have an in in
2: your face, Dave. <laughs> this is an interesting <laughs> Erling. one. Erling. It was. It was. It was uh,
1: unexpected. I will wow, say. Wow,
0: that is fantastic. This is your favorite way of
1: finding out. Like your you this know, is six degrees of separation. Oh my here, gosh, yeah. I feel like
0: it. I feel like so, so, so acro- is fewer, that is across the world. Yeah,
2: this is yeah.
0: a few degrees. This is. Truly, a few degrees at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started, Brian. We're, we should discuss a few things. Yeah, we're f-
1: five days, four days from the kickoff of the Premier you'll, League season. You'll never season. be able to
2: tell exactly what the count is, will you?
0: No, it's I never impossible. will know. It's um, impossible to. That's right. He did not know last week. He's like, hey, we got fourteen days. It is like between six
1: and two days <laughs> for the kickoff of okay. the. Right. Fair. This the is Premier a Monday League.
0: night. Always love to say that if we're good, if I'm good, I can get it out by Wednesday. Friday kickoff, City, Burnley, let's go. Make sure your lineups are ready by one o'clock Eastern time zone. I guess that's six o'clock. Don't don't try uh, Greenwich. Just Google it.
1: Is it yeah, Greenwich
0: Mean Time? Also, no way of knowing that. Anyways.
1: Um, how are you guys feeling about your lineups with uh with between 6 and 2 days to go? I'm I'm ready
0: to go. Really? Oh yeah, I feel almost wow. now locked in. Like I finally made some changes and I've been uh, I've made changes since last week and now wow. I feel a lot better than I did before. Now that
2: Sanchez I feel is like officially it's moved and he's your starting keeper, you're ready to go.
0: Uh Sanchez is definitely <laughs> going to Chelsea. St-
2: yeah, starting for Chelsea. You got him in there. Right? Favorite guys. He
0: is not he probably is better than Keppa, but I mean it would if Sanchez and Keppa were your options, who are you going with?
2: Keppa. You paid a million dollars. Yeah, I think you're going to stick with Keppa
1: until right, he proves fine. you wrong. Hey, he yes, right.
0: anyways, I made changes that we can discuss them quickly. I uh, people don't care about my team, well, but I can at least get some reasons on why I went to certain things and why I made some changes. We
1: definitely need to talk about lineups. Uh want to talk about a little bit about formation again just cuz I I'm I'm torn and so want to hear kind of final takes before we uh, get our lineups or whatever. And then there are a few injuries I feel like are significant that are worth that are worth uh, because I think it could be, you know, I think it could be decision changing for a lot of people. And then and signings, some of the lineup things and some of the, just this, like now we're done with preseason matches, everything's all set and ready to go. And there's a few things I think that kind of stand out. That are worth at least considering before we get to our final
0: lineup. We also have a list of like preseason top performers, right? So we can we can yeah. dance through that. Mm-hmm. Someone sure. someone has put together uh, a very sharp spreadsheet that covers tons of important stats. Yes, right? uh,
1: Not just tons of important stats. Literally, any important stat of the okay. entire this is, uh, 2023 how many people were wearing uh, black shoelaces it's probably it, in there it's not as important as as oh. some people think uh that that is not <laughs> accounted for but i'm guessing it's uh less than five Good. total all
0: right all right well in that case brian let's ask a few questions before we talk about other things on the podcast travis what changes have you made from last week?
2: I made changes like an hour
0: ago. Okay, this. I, yeah. I mean, look, I was making changes. I made think I made changes earlier today, and I love them. So let's hear yours quickly.
2: I watched the uh, Liverpool game. Uh,
0: they played afternoon. Darmstadt, or Darmstadt, yeah, and right?
2: Sure, some something like
0: that. Another another Bundesliga B team.
2: Uh, they got promoted. oh, good for them. this year, I believe. So there's okay. that. They're trying to stay up. but it's a uh, old buddy of um that he played with and coached uh, who is now the manager of that team. So he called him over. They played at Preston North End. That's a fantastic
1: experience for so, a promoted side like that.
2: honestly, probably was. Yeah. um, they did get a goal. um yes, but in the but the game was was sloppy. All that to say, watching that game. I am I think more convinced that Trent Alexander-Arnold is not going to be the FPL anomaly that he's always been uh okay. the, the old faithful. So I've moved him out of my team to okay. start with.
1: Two Liverpool uh notes and that's the one of the first ones something you uh something you more than alluded to here uh just that they did not keep a clean sheet against Darmstadt. Just one clean sheet all preseason. Yeah. You can't read a ton into preseason. I'm not saying you should. You can but for this. Cause one clean dreadful. sheet against Leicester City all preseason. Conceded every other match. Um, and it's still it's so weird to me because there's still... I, there, I have some weird feeling about them somehow bouncing back from their defensive horror show last year. Because I keep looking at Virgil... Because yeah. Virgil get, got an assist today. On, I mean, well, I, I get it was a flicked header. It was a flick on the solid bay, it, but whatever. It was
2: actually just a deflection. Okay. <laughs> like, but, he he knew nothing about it. It was really
1: So, sad. but I guess I just have this... It's almost like this weird, like, I still think... You know, we talked about it last week. I still think their first five matches or whatever are not great. You know, I think that, you know, defensively, I agree. I, I not to spoil, spoil no, what I'm right. about to tell you later, but I, I also, I mean, I just couldn't keep Trent in there based on what else I was trying to do. But also something feels really weird about not having Trent. I feel, I feel bad about not having him. So I'm, but so I guess you'll FOMO. Well, it's not even that. It's just, there's just something, there's something right about for me, the way I look at my team, there's just something right about seeing him in there. It's the same with Salah for sure. Yeah. But way different with Salah because, you know, like I don't want to, I, I can't, again can't read too much into it, but holy cow, Salah had seven assists. He looks in this really, preseason really good to go along with his two goals. That's really good against. And I get it. Like you're not. I mean, to me, that's gonna that should skew the other direction. You know, more yeah. like three and four or whatever in terms of goals and assists or something. But either way, that's what
2: mixed up teams too with youth and attack. And not a starting lineup. Attack
1: so. great. Uh, defense still feels uh, shaky, and one of the things uh, somebody had laid it out, I know, uh, last it was definitely within the last week after the Bayern match, just to show how frequently the right side of the Liverpool defense was yeah. exposed. All of their Bayern goals came from passes or positions that were a direct result of something happening on Trent's side. It's not Trent's fault, but I'm well, saying on the right side of the defense, yeah. no matter what, it was coming down that way. So, uh, you know, it it was a, it was either FPL focal or FPL Olympian. I want to give I, wa- I, okay. I love giving credit where it's where it's due. Uh, but it was it was one of, it was an account like that. But saying, making the point that for game week one feels totally comfortable starting Ben Chilwell. Because that's where Ben Chilwell, I mean, obviously Ben Chilwell playing on the left side of the Chelsea attack, the way Ben Chilwell has been playing this preseason, the way Chelsea attack has been going, that kind of like, if this is what the Liverpool defense still looks like. Yeah, but Liverpool's
0: going to score against Chelsea. For sure. That's
1: okay, though, because
2: his, his attacking options, or his attacking threat is significantly higher than Trent's is based on what we've seen in preseason. Simply what we've seen in preseason. And one thing I will say about Trent, not to move off of Chilla too much. No, is I that I want to say we were noticing uh during that match and during preseason that Silva is actually taking more corners um than we really expected him to. And Trent is actually the the one hanging back. And not, he took So he's he took not one, involved in corners. Not as many. He did right. take he did take a few. Robertson taking any
0: no, uh, well, Robertson
2: took him from the other side, okay. but but Subslide had he had he had two corners that that led to goals in this in this match today. So I I'm I'm gonna be hard. Pre- that was the that was the, the the thing that sent me over the edge to Is get not gonna be taking to any free Trent kicks. Out. I don't. He probably he probably still will be. Um, but the way the way that we're playing in transition, there's not getting fouls. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Again, Silbaslight with the, the way he's been striking the ball could also be taking those those free kicks because he's also a specialist and he's looked very very good. Um, so Trent, his 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 offensive numbers are not far from guaranteed because of the shift in formation, because of the you know potential to to not be in all the set pieces that he's been on historically. Um, he does seem to be to be playing a little bit further deep. Than he was uh, towards the end of last year as well, um, and so he's not as involved <clears> in the, the the final third. Definitely in the build up, um, but not as as involved in the in the final third. So I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen with him. But and he's out of your team. He's out of. He's just too expensive. I can do so much more. I can for get sure. way more Arsenal players in for sure, as you should. If I if I
1: transfer him. Yeah. Out. Second thing. Right. Uh, up front for Liverpool today: Salah, Jota, Gakpo, Diaz. Uh, second game in a row that Darwin does not yeah. start. Uh, further confirming what you were suggesting last yeah. week. You feel like this is a Th- that's a sign of things to come. The Bayern yeah. lineup probably more indicative of what is going to happen going today, forward. Today, today was today's probably it. it. Today, so Jota
0: going to
2: start. I think so. Joda's He's- He's I been, know that, by the way, not,
0: yeah. I know that
2: he's been, he's been really Stop sharp
0: hating him. <laughs> uh, mm, I knew that he's was been coming. good.
2: He, he's he been good and he works well. He works really well with McAllister. He and McAllister are really clicking, uh, which has been good. Uh, but he and Diaz uh, tend to combine pretty well as well. So
1: Jota, uh, for what it's worth, Mo Salah is, finishes the preseason with the most combined goals and assists of any player playing at any match in the preseason. Uh, Elliot Anderson was actually on top of that list for a long time. Uh, Newcastle's own Elliot Anderson. Uh, but Jota uh, finishes My tied. My Elliot Diogo Anderson. Jota finishes tied for second. Seven total goals and assists uh, in your preseason. Yeah. Another guy who, and also just like all of his per minute, his per minute output, his total output for the for the preseason, one of the best, very much carrying over from his end of season last season. It's just the minutes to me. He's a he'll be rotated early. However, well, wow. uh, to me the value. I mean, he didn't need that. Jota's price he didn't need that much, even at the end of last season to do yeah. anything, and he, he he's still
0: doing it. Jota's price eight pound dollars. Luis, but he's Diaz, in the midfield. Seven point yeah. five. He's in the midfield. But Jota's a midfielder. Luis Diaz. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jota's ownership is three percent. So.
1: Well, I, still, I mean, he was I mean, a dif- a, he was a differential to end last he, season. He sure. will
2: be the first sub, though, um, which is he will be the first sub. He is historically just, been can't the
0: first he get sub. to sixty minutes? <clears throat>
1: he's just a, I mean, the the he's a scarily effective guy. Yeah, just, he's, he is even off guy. the
2: bench. Will he be
0: playing through the middle good. and Gakbo playing behind him?
2: That's the way that they've been lining up. Gak, and then Gakbo's Diaz on the left side, Saul on the
0: right. Is that or did I get that backwards? No,
2: yeah, that's correct. Okay, Diaz on the left, Saul on the right. Uh, they like to cut in, have their wingers cut in. So, yeah, I, I think that's a lineup. I think that there's there are Liverpool options and on in attack that are good, but defense, I'm
1: I'm staying away from. Okay, at this point, great. That's a, a major change. Was there other? Is that what you, is that what you were looking a- a- for? Here? Any
0: other change you made? No, I mean that's a big change. So, but, and a lot of that a lot of people yeah. need to hear that because so, because Trent's ownership. Is, is very, at a whopping twenty three points. Say he's, he's a top three
1: selected right yeah. now for defenders,
2: which is not a bad thing. And again, it's a, it's it's the same story with Salah. People don't don't pick him up because he's because he's you know so expensive. But the, the difference is is that I th- I feel like the way that Liverpool is playing and what their formation is set up, you know, to to do Salah is going to get points. Right, he,
0: he's dropped to sixth in ownership. Who Trent? You, you said top three. He's dropped. Oh, really? To sixth. You when know, I when uh, I took him
2: out, he was pretty high. So that that means that after that game, a lot of other a lot of people have changed. you're
0: right. A lot of people have changed. It's interesting. All right, any other changes, Travis? I
2: brought Saliba in in his place. Okay, um, and that allowed me that freed to freed up three dollars. Amazing. Yeah, that yeah. that That's... allowed me to uh also grab Saka, um, just because I knew I was going to see you tonight, mm. and I just wanted to make Appreciate sure that, that makes me you know, feel
0: loved and warmed. Love
2: it. did you feel good about it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I also had an extra half pound, so I went ahead and picked up Ramsdale as well. Nice. <laughs> okay. Wow.
0: Okay. <laughs> all Arsenal all the time. Um, I love I, it. I felt, Listen, I felt pretty to, good about
2: that. Uh,
0: did you watch the Community Shield?
2: Yeah, I I wasn't super impressed with Ramsdale, but he's got some cupcakes coming out. I can't wait for with, so. I
1: can't wait for Raya to get there. That's I'm what I'm so a little bit excited. worried about. I'm so this excited. Is so for wild. I do this still have so
0: wild. I don't even know what to think about it. Like I don't even know whether to be excited who's or who's like, the hungrier guy?
1: Yeah. I can tell you who it is right now. You know
0: what Raya said? He looked at Ramsdale and said, I want to go to Arsenal because I can beat him out. That That's, guy,
1: I'd be scared dude, of that right. guy. No matter what keeper, that's what Ramsdale did to Leno.
0: That's what's so crazy. That's what Ramsdale did to Leno. Everyone thought that Ramsdale from Bournemouth, a relegated Bournemouth, was a joke when when Arsenal went and got him, and Ramsdale came in from day one and said, and pretty much said, "This is my job," and and he it did looked
1: all right. Can you believe that Arsenal had Emiliano Martinez as their goalkeeper for a while and decided that he wasn't good enough? I mean, now have gone through this three man carousel of guys like Bernd Leno uh Aaron they decided Ramsdale to keep Leno and over martinez
0: and i was about to lose my mind anyways
1: all right so that's a i like those changes well i mean the do you feel better about it or do you still well, is there some is there part of you that's like that still feels like it's trent to, to, to me that's yeah. the that's the variable whenever i was looking at it well i gave up He scares uh, me is what i gave I'm up
2: gibbs oh white gosh. and trent were the two that i that i gave up and i like gibbs white um at but you six. turn
0: gibbs white into soccer yeah,
2: which i think is an upgrade you gotta i feel way significant better upgra- upgrade. i mean gibbs
0: white, i'm not throwing shade on gibbs white it's i think sure. he's gonna have it's, a good season yeah, i was gonna say
2: it's just a matter of um again differentials become pretty important at right. some stage does soccer
1: have top five potential yes yeah just yeah. gibbs white no, no. What, not even what, close what did he what did he finish though last year who gibbs white yeah. gibbs
0: white sixth finished top is he top ten?
2: Pretty high, yeah. He's way higher if than. that. If only
0: there percentage. was a way to so know. It, it was, I'm almost it was high. there. So you say,
2: you say, is he t- is he that high? It, honestly, he he didn't come on until towards the end of the season, and when he did, he came on hot. So he was pretty good. He was fifteenth, top fifteen. So I mean, that's
1: you wouldn't even have expected that, right? Like, Still, not close enough. Though. He can You're yeah, right, but, but he you. did a right. lot of work at the but end.
0: He's given also a full season. I don't even think he was
1: also two and a
2: half less than Saka, which is uh, a really
1: good thing. Uh, just one quick aside here, which I feel like is a, a helpful deciding point. It's something that FPL, uh, one of the FPL fantasy football fix. It's okay. one of the fantasy oh, yeah. fix. Uh, just... I should say, I would like to uh, offer this to you right now that most of the stats, anytime I am offering stats of things likely coming from the, uh, stats sandbox, uh, Page of the FantasyFootballFix.com website. Fantasy Football Fix has been a staple of this podcast just because since it, of since my it use, began Since, since we've yeah. uh, been in it, it's one of the most helpful. It has been so helpful for, uh, for stat gathering for me, uh, and it's also amazing for price. I would say one of the better price uh, prediction Predictors. websites out there. Yep. That's what we're using. Just want to throw that out there. One of the fantasy football fix pundits, uh, uh, they offered the content uh, this past week just talking about the, n- the number of players who scored, kind of like who hit the 200-point mark. Yeah. Making the case that going into this season, uh, and this is where my formation difficulties come in, it's basically just to say forwards, not many of them hit 200 points. Multiple midfielders did. Or have hit 200 points, and I would just say, in like past. in the last couple seasons, and so you have multiple midfielders. Just to say, basically, if you're kind of making the case that you should be playing just on point potential, five. Five either a three-five-two, yeah, or a or a, a four-five-one. Oh, uh, with Holland as your lone striker, yeah. maximizing your midfield and taking advantage of atta- of either attacking defending players or just whatever whatever it takes to get. Yeah. Five midfielders, because yeah. that's where the most likely player is to get you the highest number of points. Gosh, he's and gonna, it's a he's great no—that's to change uh, to true- lineup yes. again. I keep i I was really kicking around the idea of three forwards because it felt like there were so many viable forward options, and if, and I like them. It's just the more I keep going, I'm like, like we talked about last week: Saka, Odegaard. I would say Trossard, Havertz. You're going to have a decision here. Probably we can talk about that in a minute. Salah. What happens if Jota emerges as a continued threat? How could you avoid him? He was awesome last season. You have Bruno and uh, Bruno Rashford. Fernandez and Rashford. Just in three teams, you have like nine viable options in midfield. And you—that's before you even get to guys who are like the really safe choices from other teams. You haven't even talked about you know, Son or Madison or or guys from, you know, Spurs, any of the, who knows what, I don't I don't want to throw, no way Chelsea gets in there, I don't think, but either way, I just think there's a lot of options. It's something that, to me, it just keeps, like, when I finalize, I guess, the, the Liverpool point, when I see Jota continuing to just look awesome in the preseason, where I'm just like, man, how am I going to get away from a guy who I really like Who's been awesome as a selection for so long? It's just a compelling argument.
0: I, I just decide. want to see them do it against a non-Bundesliga B team, and I know I know they will. Honestly, I really do well, think that they're, they're going to come in and they're going to be about fine. Four three
1: Bayern loss. That was a fun game, right? That was a really fun game. You don't. I mean, look, I'm as I'm as unfeeling as it can possibly be. I want. As many four three fun Liverpool games as I can possibly sure. see. I think
0: we're going to have a lot of those, right? And you're, that's what I'm saying. You're probably it's, right,
1: and that's why we, you know going back to their schedule, everybody's going to feel like they're missing out week two if that doesn't. If you don't have Trent, and I would you could pick any of their defenders, anyone, Bournemouth week two for Liverpool. Who won't you want from them? You would want. You Dominic Solanke's He's right. going to score on them. He probably. might. He really might. But That's yeah. why I'm saying, like, those are the games, though. That would, like, other than that, like, the rest of the you know, the rest of that starting, you know, Chelsea, Bournemouth, like I said, Newcastle, Aston Villa. That's your first four. That's your first four little pool games. It's going to be tough for them to to do it. I, I just, I applaud. All your, right. I applaud your courage. Any that's
0: other changes? Say. Oh, you got him. That was no, it. That was and
2: it. I do still have the French nipple, so you're okay. The
1: uh, areola 30
2: areola 30 percent. 30 plus And I would of. say
1: uh if, you know for what pre, for what it's worth in preseason West Ham defensively was one of the worst. So in in yeah. the in the team in the team stats of to, you know goals conceded you got Emerson, uh Agbana and Fabianski as as basically three of your top 5 worst defenders for the pre or defensive players assets for the preseason. Right.
2: But I tell you this though they get Edson um, Alvarez uh, Alvarez in From Ajax Things changed Their issue is They're missing They're missing Declan Rice Right And sure. he's He's pretty much The best like for like They could have picked out From a stats perspective
0: What about Scott Thick uh,
2: Well I mean sl-
1: It's Slabhead Coming in too I
0: mean, And slab
2: Slabhead He's gonna help It's not gonna hurt That's for sure I mean Agree uh, I mean You take um, I don't even know His name anymore Because you keep Calling him Slabhead oh, my You put McGuire in right. Over a Ugbana, you'll be in in a great spot. So I I think I think Ariel is a good pick still. I I was almost deterred based off of the fact that you know they're again almost a third of the actually I think it is over a third of the people playing right now have him
1: in their team. So West Ham conceded a lot of goals in the preseason, and I think they've got they but they when they won will, they scored a ton. Yeah. That's the other side of it. I mean they scored. I mean, I mean again, early preseason, you know. There's, they're winning four one against uh, like Borum Wood, yeah, six two against Perth Glory, mm. but then and then also a three two win against Tottenham in the preseason, but then you know they're losing to Leverkusen Bayer Leverkusen four 0 t- Two days ago, so gotcha. I that's it's not great, right? That's the tough thing for West Ham, and I I still I, I I'm I would be way more concerned, similar to Brighton. Once Brighton gets into the thick of Europe.
0: Like, what that's going to do. What to happens? Them. I
1: just, I'm kind of curious to see. All
0: right. Do you care about any changes I've made? Yeah, of course I want to hear that. All right. Uh, I know you don't, but this is great. So, look, I got, I sent, Um, I wish I had screenshots, because now I'm not going to remember. But I sent, I sent Shaw and Trippier oh. out.
1: We talked you out of Shaw. Good. Shaw and
0: Trippier out in place of? Chilwell and Akonji. <gasps> I brought Chillwell back in.
1: You did it. You were so poo poo on Chillwell. No, I wasn't poo poo on Chillwell. You're going to retake a <clears throat> kanji out. There's no way you start the season with a kanji. Uh, Why not? Stone? Well, he's
0: five o. The only other five o city defender would be Kyle Walker.
1: You don't want him either. Yeah,
0: but Akanji's going to play.
1: Very play. Shield though. I don't know about that. What? Who? Who's who's playing for them? I'm just listen. I'm just saying. Kinsello. No, not yeah. he's... <laughs> He, he's coming back, folks. Uh, no, I'm just uh, like I'm. Basically, I'm. I would not want to. I just think the rotation risk for for city in general is high.
0: Okay, so, so I just
1: would. I just stones going to be
0: playing midfield or center back.
1: Doesn't matter. He's going to be playing. I, I just
2: he'll he'll be playing. They I don't anybody. have
0: the point five to get the stones. Sure, you yeah. do. I don't. You could,
2: you could find it.
0: I I don't. Uh, Ake is injured. Injured. Slightly injured.
1: You don't want Ake. Uh,
0: It's not Diaz anymore, Travis. If you try to find Diaz in the Manchester City defense, no longer there. It is now Ruben. For anyone who is looking for Diaz in the Manchester defense, you will have to go by his first name, which is Ruben. Ruben is 5'5". We know he's playing, right?
2: I still think I'd rather have Stones.
0: Then the, these are the other defenders five, five. In, in their team. Cancelo, Walker, LaPorte, Rico Lewis, Sergio Gomez, and Gardeval. Now, Gardeval is listed as a 5-0. Not a bad spot, but he's not going to be playing soon. I don't think he's playing within the first three weeks.
2: Yeah, I I don't think you can.
0: I'm buy- not saying you don't go to him. But yeah. But. They they his ownership is Imagine another, he has point. the
2: same type of effect that Diaz did
0: And he might. He absolutely might, but we'll see. Anyways, my point being is how does the Kanji not at least start the first few games? I would
1: say it's probably fair to guess that he would do that.
0: I just wanna look, I'm I'm managing to the international break. Okay. right? Like who can get me the most points going into the international break? I'm not managing for the entire season. I'll say
1: that uh, a, a guy that we've men- mentioned before on the podcast, uh, Alex F or uh, four L E X. Uh, if you want to find him on X, formerly known as uh, formerly uh, Twitter. Um, he shared a post from FPL MF Doom okay. uh, an account uh, just kind of predicting or talking about Is this how this
0: Alex you, who usually has spot on with yeah, city stuff. Yeah, he's fantastic. Okay.
1: He's excellent. He's a huge you know, one. He's a huge city guy too. He's he's nailed it so spot many on. times okay. yeah with uh, with city stuff. But FPL MF Doom just talked about how based on the community shield starting 11 uh the last basically the last four times Pep has had a community shield starting 11 basically his argument is whatever the starting lineup was for the community shield you, cannot, you can expect around 9 a, a minimum it feels like 9 as many as 11 of the same starters for game league so one. a couple Cole people Paul, you think Cole Palmer is going to uh the start city pe- city people love him and feel like they I mean, have he scored. A, was going to say that he they have a guy in the team who's capable of replacing mares like a, a straight up straight into the lineup replacement for whatever Maras was offering.
2: Them. I wish I could put into words the face that I
1: just made when <laughs> I heard you say that. <laughs> just that they have somebody who like cuz Maras at his best was was the best one of the best midfielders in FPL. I'm not going to I will not when, back off of when that. He w- when when he played. was in there, he was unbelievable. That w- was the more
0: part. H- more horse and soldier, please.
1: Um No, but I don't know that I that's the thing. I don't know what what you can do to guarantee him starting and I wouldn't want. To, well, I wouldn't want to play around with
0: that. Okay. Guy. So, fair,
1: fair. Julian Alvarez that's a little different. Well, and well, I think you get to a leak of Julian Alvarez on Friday afternoon and you're going to be thinking real hard about whether
0: you right. put him in your team. So, he's so good. He's extremely good. Moving on, at the moment, a little bit more. I think Akanji is going to be let's get this a Akanji is going to be playing week one that's and but here's the other thing everyone plays is going to be playing on my team so if he doesn't play great because defenders typically don't sub in unless there's an injury so if he doesn't play great not a problem but anyway so my defense at the moment is Saliba Estupanian Chilwell Akanji and Baldock midfield Odegaard Saka and this is my change was uh Bruno Fernandez out son out grealish in rashford in okay I like the, rashford and then i still have your big grealish guy too. elliot anderson no. okay still have elliot anderson
1: yeah i'd love to talk about elliot anderson in
0: a um and then that also let me upgrade shoreline which i had a my third striker position i said last week was like the weakest like if i'm going to be weak anywhere i want it to be my third striker okay and i now have nico jackson Watkins, and holland as my starting three. Okay, So you
1: have three startable forwards,
0: three startable forwards, which goes against everything that you pretty much just said, like which, and and I, you made a really valid case for going. And, it, and when you look at the stats, you're like, yeah, midfield scored more, invest the most money you have in the midfield. And I think you're right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with everything you're saying. So, I, I mean, it, it does make me wonder now, again, I might reevaluate come international break, but, you know, like if I'm trying to win week one at this point, just like what's the most points I can score week one without using a chip without triple captaining or or whatever, because so many people triple captain bench boost, which technically if you know your guys are starting a bench boost first week, I don't hate, especially if your matchups are good. Because oftentimes, you might get some of the best matchups all season. In fact, most of my team is playing at home. So, you know, it's like, oh, man, if everyone's playing, maybe I should bench boost. I don't know. Now, I don't like doing it if it's not. I mean, you can save it for weeks where you're getting double match weeks if you time it right on double. So I'm not using a chip, but a lot of people do. A lot of people love to see their name. They want that shot at getting their name highest score for one week ever. So, anyways, all that being said, that's my team at the moment. Um, and then I have Leno and, and Areola uh, as my keepers.
1: Okay. Is it just for the sake of having a City midfielder in there?
0: Yeah. Okay. That, uh, that I feel like is going to play.
1: I mean, it can't be. I mean, he, he's, he's Grealish. So I mean. I don't, I can't, I can't this, argue with having someone in there from that.
0: This is what, like, I think Bernardo Silva, by the end of the season, might be. We'll probably have more, more midfield points than him. You think? Maybe. Bernardo Silva looked really good in the Community Shield.
2: It is only—he not getting minutes last year.
0: He was. It, he was just. It was just. You know, everyone changes positions in Pep's system. No one ever really seems to start consistently, except for Holland. That's a, yeah. and then the, and the defense and Ederson. I mean, every That's why you typically everyone stays away. So who knows? I might, I might change it up. That might be the one guy who's you know, who's vulnerable at, at seven point seven. I don't have any any uh, MTB. Don't have any money in the bank. But like you said, could you make it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I just I just wanted the Watkins, Nico Jackson, and Holland. You know, I don't know, man. It, it seemed that seemed too juicy to. And I know you're down on Watkins, and I can't wait to hear about that in a minute. But no, so
1: I'm, I'm not down on Watkins. I just
0: I, I do love you. You talked me. You're right. I hate Bruno. Last week you mocked me, like you hate Bruno. Why is he in your team? And you're right. I got to think about that later. I'm like Brian's right. I do hate Bruno. To me, that one's more let's, of a. Let's get that was more me.
1: of a. You've been. You've been so. He's just a jerk. I
0: just hate. Right, Bruno. I was gonna say He's you. He's a
1: punk. He's a great captain. You've hated him wow. as a. You've hated that, him as. Spoken a,
0: like a Liverpoolian.
1: You've hated him as a person for so long. I was just really surprised. for I you know, to but have I just caved into. I your think he's FPL.
0: probably going to produce decently in FPL, but you know, you know who was third last year in in FPL points, Rashford. Yeah, I know. And I think he'll right. only be better this year. I think. I think you're right. Um, Elliot Anderson. Still there. Yeah, my, and and I think, how good was he in the preseason, Brian?
1: He is one of the top scoring players of the preseason. Uh, until, like I said, until Salah's uh, goal and assist today, Elliot Anderson was your top goal and assist scorer for the preseason. Okay. He still finishes with seven goals and assists total. Uh, but
0: Is there any way yeah. he doesn't
1: That's start? What I was so, just going to say. Is he, has he earned his so, spot on the field? For
0: what it's worth.
1: Newcastle reporter for the Daily Mail, a reporter named Craig Hope. I think it's called the Daily Planet. (laughs) Yes, it's the Daily Planet. (laughs) J. Jonah Jameson hates Craig Hope. No, Daily Mail uh, reporter Craig Hope thinks that based on the performances he's seen from Newcastle this summer, his prediction for the Newcastle attack will be Isak Almiron Anthony Gordon with... Joe Linton, Longstaff, and Bruno G, potentially. That sounds midfield, normal. Which is very normal. So that's
0: no Elliot Anderson. But that Elliot
1: Anderson, because of how good he's been in the preseason, basically he said it as he'd be extremely unlucky not to start game week one. It's just, I guess, the question of, you know, for like he said, Eddie Howe doesn't really give anything away in Press conferences, and the way he described it was that Eddie Howe has gotten better at basically faking people out and giving wrong information in his press conferences. So he's just saying, like, like regardless of how good Anderson has been, the best you could say is if he doesn't start game week one, it's unlucky. So it's so he has been very good. It's just a question of whether or not he. Can beat one of those other guys out of the starting lineup, and it's you just say there's no way he takes Joe Linton out of the starting lineup, and there's uh, no way he takes takes Bruno Bruno G G. out of the starting lineup. Agree completely. So then the question of can he beat oh can he beat the last remaining Longstaff on the Newcastle team in the starting lineup, and you'd say yeah he probably can.
0: It so, just depends on what role. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know what position he plays. I don't even part, know what position he plays. The other
1: factor plays. of it is, Dave, is that he's four and a half. And if he's I know, if and if he's, he's a threat your, to play, if that's all he's if, doing. If is he's being your four, a four and a half and a half midfielder darling, that's it. If that's yeah. all he's doing for you, then that's then all he's you got need great to potential
0: do. to right. continue to grow, and there's nothing wrong with owning him. Right.
1: If he does start,
0: then the, the issue then you're gold. The
1: issue that happens every year is if somebody if somebody cheap or somebody less than six and a half, say, let's even say it's less than seven. If somebody pops in week one and it looks like, oh, oh that guy, that guy's going to do it. How good was Joe Linton for Newcastle last season? Yeah, by the no, way? no, for sure. And like, and I'm saying like, <laughs> I was surprised to hear Newcastle reporter Craig Hope talking about Esoc Almiron and Anthony Gordon being the ones to start up front in the front for newcastle given how good harvey barnes and callum wilson had been playing together here in these last few games for newcastle so for him it's just a matter of like simply put Isak is a better player than callum wilson is anthony gordon has looked the freshest the most fit has had way more time with what eddie Howe wants to do than harvey barnes has had Andy's and a the
2: player of the tournament at the 21 euros too, and
1: that and that Almer and that um like basically those are your guys that have shown to be the like the trusted guys and Almiron is Almiron. so he just said he'd be really surprised game week one going into Aston Villa that you see anything different than than those like uh. basically that front six, so we'll see. I mean, I mean, if, if it turns out to be something other than that, again, I just don't think Anthony Gordon I mean, I don't think that Elliot Anderson needs you to. To be anything right I'm not he doesn't I'm not, not, depending not starting on him, him. to start the whole, the only issue is what if someone who's six looks like a complete stud
0: and people and go all of a them.
1: sudden you are like well, what am I gonna do with, with Elliot that Anderson midfielder I mean, spot
0: so he's six point four percent owned so it's not he's not wicked owned at the moment for sure it's all about it's but like like all people, it takes is a couple thousand at that point at the low ownership. Yeah. And it, and the price change happens. And right. what the last thing you want to do is drop. And it.
1: I would say like last season we barely talked about price changes cuz it really didn't matter all that much just because there were so many like really huge players at lower price in the lower part of the price range who helped you a ton throughout the season. So money to me never mattered.
0: Before. I agree. It mattered less last season. Way less last season than it has forever. And this
1: season, it's way different because of how many options there are in like similar price range. That like things, if things change quickly, I think you'll regret really quickly not Mm. having certain plays. Okay.
0: Any changes that you have made?
1: I made a lot of changes. Okay. Uh, Bring them on. So, I also took Trent out of my team. Uh, and my three starting defenders would be Estupignan, Chilwell, and I do have John Stones as my, uh, as a okay. third defender. I like that. With two 4 0 guys, with George Baldock and Kabore from Luton Town okay. as, my, as my five defenders. I also have two 4 de- uh, 0 goalkeepers, uh, Ariola, and I have Matt Turner currently in there.
0: This is smart. So Matt it's,
1: Turner is still an uh, an Arsenal player. As, you and I as talked about right this. this moment.
0: I wonder Arsenal plays Forest Week One, and I was as I was talking to Brian earlier today. I thought to myself, Is Arsenal going to just kind of drag this transfer on throughout the week, or just kind of say, "Hey, look, if we make this transfer"? Don't start him against us. Well, Fabrizio, I just—I just, I just I going to
1: say, Fabrizio Romano is saying we're close to a here we go on Matt Turner to Nottingham Forest. The question was whether they would sign either Dean Henderson or Matt Turner, and it's gotten now where it's, yeah. uh, it's more obviously Matt, Matt Turner. Turner. So the problem, right this very second, is as long as Matt Turner is an Arsenal player, you can't have three Arsenal players in your draft. But so what? I mean, like anybody can become anybody here. And to me, now that Jesus is gone, i it's really just would I make John Stones Timber or Gabriel or Saliba? Right. Um, that would be my question, you know, whether I'd go to an Arsenal defender. And right now, I don't feel like I, I don't, I don't know. I just am not like crazy. That's fine. I don't feel like I need it right this second. Midfield, still Salah. Uh, it's Rashford and Saka. And then my other two midfielders, and this is where you can feed, you can talk, talk more about this. Uh, Kai Havertz as a, a fourth midfielder, and Eberechi Eze as my fifth. So Eze is my cheap... He's my cheapest uh, midfielder right now, which leaves me very little money after Holland up top. So Joel Pedro is my second...
0: Which I don't hate. Joel Pedro yeah, is my I, second I uh,
1: forward, and then uh, West Ham's Mubama is my uh, four-and-a-half uh, forward, which, of course, that could be anybody. but Okay. Um, Mubama has... Uh, he started... West Ham's uh, last okay. started their last okay uh, preseason match here, and you know all indications, at least early on, is that uh,
0: he might be starting week one.
1: Maybe not starting. Who else left? do they have at this well, point? Well, Antonio cause... and Danny Ings are their last. or their other?
2: Because left this
1: week too. Yeah, and uh, and Ings has been an unused substitute. I don't see Ings factoring in barely at all um, outside of you know extra matches ground. and stuff yeah. like that. So. Um, yeah, so he's wow. he's the guy that's in there. Yeah, so Dave, talk about the community shield lineup uh, and tell me why it was Kai Havertz and not Eddie and Kedia starting. Uh, I wish top I top.
0: knew. I was I was shocked, along with every other, I think Arsenal fan, to see all the war verbiage has always been. You know, we signed another midfielder in Kai Havertz, and then next thing you know, when the second our striker goes down. Next thing you know, it's Kai Havertz, who was supposed to be just a midfielder now, playing striker. And we're like, where's Eddie? Where's Trossard? Where are guys that we know have seen that yeah. have actually performed there? And you know what? So Kai Havertz comes in, does okay, plays his role. And who knows? Maybe it was just a selection because they needed someone, that, someone taller that they could be concerned with with some hold-up play. Because of of however the style that Arteta wanted to play, okay. I think that's why he one reason why he likes Havertz so much is because he can play him in multiple roles. I've said this before. Arteta loves guys like Ben White who can play center back, right back, left back. It doesn't like Ben White can play anywhere in the midfield yeah. and they can move him up to the, to the I'm sorry anywhere in the defense and he can move him up to midfield, defensive midfield if he wanted to. Same thing with Zinchenko and then Timber fits that same mold. He played center back for Ajax. Arsenal have only played him at left back. Yeah. And so, you know, it, and Timber, look, for anyone who watched the Community Shield game, and I hope a lot of people did because it was an awesome game and my team played. But Timber was arguably man of the match. I think actually inarguably man of the match. Timber was absolutely everywhere. In fact, at times you, you were trying to figure out what position was he playing. But he never got beat either, back defensively. So it, it was, he was, Timber, in my opinion, is by far the standout signing that Arsenal has made at the moment. Not Declan, not Havertz. Although I think we still got to give Declan some time. Like the the rumor from sources that I have that he's, he's still not a he's only about seventy five to eighty percent fit, and that once he gets fit, he we will we will see a different player. So he's still about a week and a half or two away from getting fit. Okay, so. I said I was on record last week saying, hey, the, whoever you see starting the Community Shield, that's who's going to start the league. I'm guessing it's going to be Havertz. I just don't know how you're keeping Trossard out, who continues to perform. Yeah. And he did it again. Yep. But, you know, as Scott uh, as famously said on this pod, you make your own luck. And Trossard made his own luck and got a crazy, wicked deflection. And the dying minutes of that game to force a shootout, and then Arsenal, you know, beats him in the shootout and wins the community shield. And look that look that look, I know this is a fancy podcast, but I'm gonna talk a little bit of Arsenal for a second, because that's what I can do. So before you say anything, yeah, go uh, ahead. look, it was a unfriendly. It was something. Pep was and city players when Cole Palmer scored, celebrated like it was a Champions League game. And or and or at minimum, a Premier League game, however you want to look at it. Pep was like absolutely celebrating. It was, it meant something, even to City. And Arsenal, the one, I mean, look, Arsenal got their can kicked by City three times last year 3 1, 4 1, and it like 2 0 or something. I don't know. It was a can kicking every time. So, Arsenal's the one that had to come out and show that, hey, we can we can stand on the field with these guys. They lo- they gave the cup away. Well, they lost the cup by five points, the, the cup. They lost the premiership by five points. City took six points off Arsenal. So all you had to do was just stand up in one of those matches that, when you played them head-to-head, and then that doesn't even happen or just not give it away at the end of the season. So Arsenal did something very different in this match that they hadn't done in all the matchups last year. When City had the ball back in defense, they just let the keeper keep it as long as he wanted to. It was like I'm thinking, what are we doing? It literally was like la di da, ho dum, <laughs> and they just were not letting him pass into the middle of the pitch. So what was happening last year is Jesus or whoever was, or Odegaard whoever was in that spot would press the keeper, making him pass to the side or pass up the middle, and they were keeping the ball out of the middle. And that's one reason why Holland finished the game. Uh, Pod favorite Holland at this point, now that we have a connection. Yeah, of course. But he he's like the he finished the game. He played 70 minutes, Travis. What was his XG? 0.00.
2: We all know XG is the most important stat.
0: Holland didn't have a meaningful touch in the box. Period. Yeah, I'm guessing. And, and one reason why now let's I want to be on record for saying this: De Bruyne came in the second Holland came out, so De Bruyne did not start the match. He came in around the 70th minute when Holland went out. De Bruyne started cha- changing things. It was he made a noticeable, a noticeable difference once he came in the in the match. I say all this to say, the way Arsenal played was different than they played City all last year. It was because where they're positioning Declan Rice and Partee and how they played in the middle of the pitch, they completely took the middle of the pitch away from City. They made them play only to the wings, and they would only press. When the ball was in the middle of the pitch, they would not press. When the ball went to the wings, they would press and only give them the option to pass it long diagonally across the pitch. And then Timber and Ben White was beating out Grealish and Bernardo Silver for balls. And that was their strategy. And they executed it to perfection, and they kept Holland off the ball. Saliba, and I don't know if Holland's probably ever had a match where he finished with an XG of 0.00. And it probably will never happen again the rest of the season. Arsenal probably couldn't do that again, right? Like, that was a, a little bit of an anomaly, okay? I'll, I'll say that. But I'm just saying, you know, they played differently that match than they will against Forrest. And, and who knows, Brian, you mentioned it in previous pods. What happened at the beginning of last year? Xhaka was getting into the box a lot and getting fantasy points. We he talked about have him
1: a lot. People, it and, won't at, surprise two, me. At least two phases last season.
0: It won't surprise me if Declan Rice gets fantasy points that we didn't see coming only because he's in that Xhaka role and they're not required because they're not playing City the first five weeks. He's not going to be required to play... Like he did in the Community Shield, where it was it was very controlled, and yeah. so I say all this to say is that Trossard should be playing. <laughs> yeah. he should be playing. Which is Martinelli the same. played again, and I love Martinelli, Brian. You love Martinelli, of but What are Martinelli's preseason stats? Does he have a goal and or an yeah, assist no, in the preseason?
1: That's, no, that's and I think that's the that's the concern. I'm surprised so many people still have him in their team. Just kind of wondering, like. Why? Is he, he started
0: in? to my shock the community shield, yeah. and he's fourteen point one percent owned. I'm not saying that he won't be a fine own once the season starts. He finished fifth overall in midfielder scoring last season, so I expect him to be there. I just don't know what's going on in the preseason because it You're just almost... seems like Brian. He seems like he runs a lot, and and he's not very threatful. I mean, and I'm getting tired of it. Especially when I see subs come on like Trossard, Smith Rowe, yeah, and I mean, others who look instant impact when they come in.
1: He scored a goal against the MLS All Stars, but it feels like everybody in Arsenal did in that match. Um, I just, I, I, was gonna say, you know, it feels like you almost have to measure Martinelli's preseason more in how many minutes did he, did he play? Because I feel like he hasn't been out there in anything meaningful. Uh, I mean, he assisted in Kedia against uh, Monaco. Does that do anything for you? I don't know. Really... Something. It's definitely better than nothing.
0: I agree. Um, and, when, and when he's played extensively. Well, he kicked a corner. That was a corner. Yeah, I mean, that Eddie and Kedia back posted. So yeah, I guess Which that's honestly, the... I was kind of shocked that he's been taking corners. I guess that's the thing is just kind of wondering what everybody's
1: seeing and just saying like, like overall for the midfield, like, you know, I think. Starts are the the big first hurdle, and so Sokka and Odegaard, they're they're Most never nailed they're down. Almost always going to start. Yep. So then the question is on the left side, and as and and forward. Now that Jesus uh, officially just would like to say, a procedure done on his knee. Whatever the he's injury out, he's is, he's out for a
0: couple weeks. Right
1: for for what at it's least worth, it's got to be at least right a, couple weeks. a little procedure according to Arteta. For what it's worth, Ben Dinnery and uh, PremierInjuries.com has got him. Uh, projected for a mid-September return. So even if uh, I think there's some optimism that he could get back quickly, but I don't know what match fitness and quickly is for Gabriel Jesus, who's now had two injuries in the last eight months that have kept him out for a significant amount of time. Do you want him rushing back?
0: No, how not at can all. they
1: not? Run? I mean, why would no, they? Why would they move him back quickly? No, and,
0: and there's a lot of people in the Arsenal camps that are clamoring for like, we need somebody who can who can bang in 15 goals. Can Eddie do that? Probably. I don't think I, so. I don't think so. Not really. It, okay. Can so, so, Balogun so, do that? I don't know, but they, they've already, that line's already been drawn. Right, in he's the same. gone. Like they're they're selling him, but right. I'm screaming for that. I want so, that. Yeah, as a U.S. national. You know, U.S. Men's national Team. I want to see him play play there. Well, what I'm saying, but, hey, but guess... Balogun wants to be guaranteed. I'm the guy. Now, I just wonder if they can't work something out because I think you, Travis, you're right. When does a guy ever go down? And he hasn't been the healthiest guy over the last few years. And but they never come back. It saying. always takes longer. Yeah. No one ever just comes
2: back. Even if they're healthy, they're not.
0: Pistons like
2: jumping into the team and. Exactly, banging them in. which no. is
0: exactly why
1: for the because we've we've said this a lot and ever you can look at it yourself and see it. You know, when you look at Arsenal playing in the first five weeks of the season, Nottingham Forest, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Manchester United, Everton. Nothing scares you in there. No, not Manchester United. It doesn't matter who their goalkeeper is back there like there. And that's that's Manchester United at at. Uh, king power you're not a king power what's the arsenal the stadium Emirates. you're at the Emirates. i like calling it king power
0: either way what I'm, no, what, I, again. what I'm saying what i'm saying is your tongue
1: no what <laughs> i'll take a brick to your face <laughs> yeah exactly what i'm saying arsenal's five, first five are the it's the best starting five matches For of sure. any team in the league you want as many of their players as you, you can possibly I get think so. so so do you just go with the nailed players is this why gabriel is still to me confusing is the number one or the probably the top defensive option for you ramsdale is one of the top goalkeeper options for everybody but i'm saying like i want how did they not leave each of those first five matches with two goals in each match how did they not
0: i i agree i look i
1: Salib- Your bonus points are coming from all the attacking players. There's almost 0% chance that you're getting a, a bonus point from a defender I know, but I'm okay. I'm okay with going with
0: the clean sheets. I'm okay with going with Saliba's clean sheets.
1: Okay. I, like That's a great clean sheet. What I, I guess what I'm saying is like, if you're prioritizing here, to me, you'd want two attackers?
0: Yes, I have Odegaard and Sokka currently. You have just
1: Sokka? I have just Sokka, and then I have Saliba, got Saliba and Ramsdale. And Ramsdale. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Like, okay, so but that's that, because I have He's Sala. got money
2: issues. I got Salah, which right. throws me off.
1: So I guess so I'm looking at that and that's why I'm saying, like, if you have if you have the player, like are are you picking if you have the choice Sokka, Odegaard, Martinelli, Trossard, Havertz, how do you prioritize how do you how do you rank those guys?
0: Sokka number one. Sure. Odegaard two. huh. I want to rank Trossard next but you can't i can't because i don't even know if he's gonna play yet okay so it has to be martinelli okay and then it would be trossard and then it would be havertz even with the which is crazy because i know he's he has i don't know what i don't know what to think i was so blown away with him starting at striker I, I I just it was probably his performance at the MLS skills challenge.
2: <laughs> he earned well, that. spot. Good point. Uh-huh. Excellent,
0: excellent point. I just I just wonder if that's just not a one off. I, I just I'll be I guess I just can't believe it. Like okay. I just can't believe it. Because you neither neither based
2: on the way he plays. Neither
0: Eddie nor Trossard have given you a reason to not play them. And and you're just gonna bounce right up. Like I think I said it to you on the phone today. I think like, is Arteta just, like, so pig-headed at this point? He's like, well, I'm just going to play all three signings. I don't think so. I don't think he normally operates like that. I just don't know what Havertz is bringing to you in that role.
2: But they picked him up I, for a reason. Right? I, I, would play, I, would they, I would play I would play Eddie.
0: I would play Enkedia. Look, let's not forget Eddie Kedia did an admirable job when Jesus was out last year. He did. He flat yep. did. He did. Did he light the world on fire? No, but he did a fine job. He scored enough goals. He did absolutely fine. And I and I, I cannot believe that they're gonna that he's gonna start Havertz up there. I hope to God that Eddie and Kedia is in that starting role, or and or Trossard to start against Forrest. I I six thirty a.m. Eastern. I will be ready to check that lineup, and and I'm I'll figure out if I'm gonna be pissed that day or not. Like it's that it bothers me that much. All right. Enough about Arsenal.
1: No, I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, let's do no, more. No. There, and the reason why I say that is because I'm trying to scroll. Okay. What I, uh,
0: hey, Brian, am I crazy though, to go with Saliba over timber because timber was like, so Mr. Everywhere. What I was
1: going to say, and this is something that I know that this is factored into because they're, decision they're, they're, they're making they're both is five. five zero. look, you're talking about something you have to think about and something, you know, this is more of a, feel like this is a next level kind of thing, you know, thinking for what you're doing uh, in in your selection here is um, bonus points. So in a one one draw that in this case went to went to penalty kicks, you'd have you would be getting defensive. You would likely be getting a bonus point from a defender.
0: Yeah. There, it wasn't case. like it was not a shot fest. You know who led in interceptions?
1: Probably for, to, had to be Timber. Yeah, it was your it was Timber over everyone else on the pitch. He made no tackles, so then you would start looking at like which
0: how, I don't know how that's possible. How many
1: crosses did he make, and then how much passing is he doing? So that's your next step. So did he make you know what number of passes did he make, and what percentage of completed passes did he have? And this is where, like Ramsdale made four saves in that game. Mm-hmm. So you're probably talking about bonus points for Ramsdale, I would guess, because he's passing at like an eighty percent, eighty percent completion percentage, which is crazy. Because their first saves. shot
0: on goal was Cole Palmer's, Cole Palmer's, Cole Palmer's, For this guy, another Cole Palmer. Palmer's goal.
1: Right. I, so yes, I would just like uh, to me that's where yeah if when you see somebody. That busy defensively, it matters. So there's no, yeah, to me, it ends up becoming, the even if it doesn't translate into an assist, it does translate into a bonus point, two bonus points. How many times have we seen that in a game where you're like, how did that guy end up with bonus points? And then you look through the stats and you're like, oh my goodness, that guy was, because he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Yeah, it ends up, it ends up mattering. everywhere. Uh, one final word here, uh, question post Arteta, post-match, Community Shield. Was it everything except a goal from Kai Havertz's performance? Tell me what you read into this, okay? Your manager. I mean, it's yes, true. Yes, he was superb. The way he pressed, how intelligent he is to understand certain spaces, and the timing of it. He was in some great positions to score, but was very unlucky not to. He was physical when we needed him to be as well. I am very pleased.
0: That's where I think that's probably why. Are you sure that was a quote, quote from from
1: Arteta and not a quote
2: from Tuchel? when <laughs> early <laughs> it, on? It, well said. It was not I,
1: Todd Bowley. Very very. It similar. was not anyone affiliated with the Chelsea Football Club. I promise you that was directly from Mikel Arteta. Look, I'm
0: not going to tell you that Havertz played bad. I don't think I've said that yet. He doesn't ever
2: play bad. He when does Arte, it, it When just, does Arteta tell you me. that? Wh-
0: has he ever
1: lied about someone's performance no. when he's had a chance? No. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's what I'm saying. No.
0: So he I, didn't do I,
1: anything to ruin it, and in so fact, He could have easily done more. Yeah, and I. So that's why I'm saying, if you have a seven and a half pound striker for Arsenal, right. as a midfielder, right, right. Where I, is the bad? Where is
0: something bad in that? No, I know. No, that's a good point. Okay, I, I, I'm just.
1: That's the reason why I'm asking. And
0: and I said before, whoever, whatever the starting lineup is in the Community Shield, that's what's going to be day one. And it it just it it bothers me, but at this point, it is what it is. And you're right. Uh, Havertz had two really really big chances. Was maybe a little unlucky on one and kind of flubbed his lines on on the second, but. Both were really good. That Ben White created Ben White and Sokka came from the from the right side that created those chances. So
1: to me, uh, like I was gonna say, for John Stones for Arsenal or for Manchester City defender, look, it's you're at Burnley, game week one. So what are you worried about? Powerhouse. Oh, oh, no, yeah, not worried. (laughs) Not worried. Well, is the company effect going to be enough for Burnley to to do something?
2: I mean, they were pretty defensively solid. I mean, that's City's.
1: Like and so no, I no think, on
0: but attack, no matter what
1: you're doing, slouch. you're you're probably. I mean, what percentage of people who have Holland are eighty percent or whatever? How many are captaining him?
0: Eighty-six point six. All per, uh, all yeah. percentage.
1: So are you brave enough to go against a Holland captain against Burnley in Heck game week no. one? All right. So what I'm saying is, so after that, like, also, like, what percentage would you put on a Manchester City clean sheet in game week one? Even if it's away, who cares? Eighty percent, as high a percentage as 85% you can get. Clean sheet, right? Like, wh- yeah. So then, uh, like, if you get the leak early on or whatever, you find out because it's probably going to happen. You find out that who do uh, we need to follow uh, to get this leak? You're going to follow FPL, Alex. No, you're going to get you want news and ticks. You want team news and ticks N- on news this and one. Ticks. Yeah, because either he's going to give you a. Uh, he'll say it's going to be on Instagram, or he's going to give you a, a hilarious uh, like puzzle to solve, <laughs> like yeah, some true. sort of grouping of emojis to say. And who, he's always who, right. right. Yeah, he's never. Uh, the guy's amazing. I don't know who he knows, but whatever. The guys. The guys on it. What I was going to say is, if you got John Stones, if you got a Kanji, like whatever, you know, whatever defender is, you know, whatever Manchester City defender it is that you're putting in your team, uh, you're going to be pretty happy with it. John Stone's currently the third most selected defender in the game. However, John Stones came off at halftime at least once last, last season. That's not out of the realm of possibility here for anybody. If they're winning 3 0 at halftime and and Holland's got a goal, he might come off at halftime. The only thing is, I mean, the only thing that would keep him out there is goal greed. Uh, it's, I mean, that's the only way I can say it. Early Getting season, other, early season to me, they're gonna but, they'll play but, whoever. But
0: they also have to play a super cup, which is, or is it the super world? Cup? It's I don't know the verbiage here. It's where there's a four team tournament, like the Asian champ, the European champ, the South American champ, and then some other champion, and they play a four team playoff. And that happens. Liverpool was in this a It's in Wednesday. Ago.
1: They play Sevilla on Wednesday, August 16th. They play Burnley on Friday. They turn around for the Wednesday match against Sevilla on now August 16th. A, now that's UEFA Super, Super Cup. Cup. Yep.
0: So that and then the other event happens early in the season, too.
1: It's Friday, Wednesday, Saturday is the turnaround because they go to Newcastle for their match on August ninth, Saturday, August 19th. That you're going to get the strongest possible Manchester City lineup. Against I would imagine. Yeah. It's not the Club World Cup, but is it?
0: That's what I'm thinking of the Club World Cup. Thank you. And I, I think- was
2: thinking it was either that or the Mushroom Cup. I couldn't. <laughs> pick, i was not sure which one. It was. The Flower
0: Cup. Yeah, yeah cup, I a lot of good really would hope it is the Mario Flower Kart. Star
1: Cup for sure. No, but I just, I to me, like you're kind of count. I think you count on a clean sheet for Manchester City. They're going to have their starting lineup ready to go. What I'm saying is, I've got John Stones, like all the the thir- yeah. almost thirty percent of people who have John Stones in the lineup. Like, yeah, great. You probably can, if he plays sixty minutes, you're probably getting at least six from him. Why wouldn't you? All right. I'm just saying, I I don't necessarily need him to be there. I don't fault anyone for not having a Manchester City defender in their lineup. And then what I was going to say is for a selection choice. What percentage do you put on Manchester United keeping a clean sheet against Wolves at home game week one? I think it's really good. Right. Is It's got to be not maybe as high I would as say City against Burnley, per- but it's high. It's high. 75% probably. So why not Luke Shaw instead of Manchester? Wait, you're going to make him switch back to Luke I'm Shaw. I'm just saying why.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I went with chills. Okay. Chili. I went with old chili. Chili now.
1: I'd say Chelsea's not keeping a clean sheet, and you're hoping that Ben well, Chilwell gets you something. So what's an interesting assist or is, whatever you know where match.
0: Chilwell is in my starting lineup at the moment? On the bench. On the bench. On the bench. Okay, great. So what I'm saying I is. I mean, just saying.
2: Well, you got all those Arsenal defenders.
1: Well, yeah. I got Saliba, Estupignon, and Nakanji starting. I'll tell you this. Scrappy Nottingham Forest playing I don't care where. They got players who can score a goal e Gibbs White, Gibbs White and Brennan Johnson can get you a goal, and Nottingham Forest has done it a lot. So great, great that you're great that you're at home at the King Power. Uh, Don't you stop? uh, Great that you're at home. What I'm saying is, it's against a scrappy Nottingham Forest team, where these other like, hey, you don't uh, Manchester
0: City against scrappy Burnley. Arteta's not not telling them how they gave the cup away to teams who they thought didn't matter at the end of last season. To me they're gonna be ready to ready to play this match. Week one, the two teams who
1: you'd say most likely get, keep a clean sheet are Manchester United and Manchester City. I don't care who who you have, because they got Wolves and Burnley. So so you're saying bring in a kanji. I wouldn't I wouldn't personally not put a kanji in. However
0: it's five oh. Diaz and and stones are five five. I understand. if you can't if you don't have that point f- five
1: my decision for them would come down to do I want a Manchester City defender and is there a leak on Friday? I'm dead serious. All right. I might change my mind completely if there's a leak on Friday. Well,
0: there will be a leak.
1: There will probably there will, be a leak. There's no
0: way there's not a leak.
1: I'm just saying to me, a Luke Shaw week one. Isn't Wolves. To me feels way more like safe completely than any of those other, than anyone else that we've talked about. Fair enough. And I don't have Luke Shaw on my team. He John Stones can easily be
0: Luke Shaw. So this Shaw. goes back to exactly what Travis was talking about last week, how you were supporting all the people who you don't have in your team. For sure.
1: <laughs> I love making the case for people I won't go near. It's, been, it's one of my favorite things about this game. That's true. Um, all I right. want to say, the last thing all I want to right. say... So I was
0: going to say, what, what other changes have you made?
1: The So the other changes would just be that it's I took out Darwin. I took out an expensive second option in, in my forward okay. position to bring in Joel Pedro, who uh, I would just like to say that something that was brought up by a, a lot of uh, especially Brighton, Brighton fans and okay. people who are who care about Brighton was just to say that Joel Pedro to, has taken two penalties for Brighton.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And the last penalty he took was with Pascal Gross and Danny Welbeck on the on the pitch. Yeah. Wow. So
0: that's a big deal.
1: He's a five five forward. Uh to me, like and this is another one where a five person midfield with multiple playable defenders, I, like They're I don't right necessarily and- I don't necessarily need again, I don't need Joe Al Pedro to, Pedro to do anything. I like Ollie Watkins. I like uh and I would like you to I wish we could make, make more of a case for uh Nicholas Jackson. But I mean, Chelsea,
2: Kunku's injured. Why can't right. we make a case for Je- Nico Jackson
1: today? I would just say for again, for what it's worth, that you I think everyone was kind of waiting for how bad is the Nkunku injury. Uh, the initial news uh, was weeks rather than months, was the way it was stated initially. Let's initially. just start out the out with, optimism means- today. Report from Chelsea Insider. I put air quotes on that. Alex Goldberg, you can find him in various places, uh, basically saying that Nkunku is going to be out for a couple months, that the injury is worse than initially thought. He described the injury news as gutting. So this is a, a, this is someone who uh, you know you can find elsewhere. Uh, uh, I was just looking at it a little bit ago. Planet FPL James uh, did an interview with uh, Chelsea correspondent Gary Mantle this week, Gary Mantle's quote, this was prior to the Nkunku injury, he made the claim to start the season Nkunku would be the highest FPL point scorer for Chelsea this season. He was ready to start his season with Nkunku. This is before the news of the injury to start the season. I just people, want to say people that. People say
2: crazy things all the time. I mean, you're sitting
1: right next to one of them. so, so I'm just saying this is... Wrong. What I'm saying is that Nicholas Jackson... A uh, preseason darling uh, scored just fine. He's he he like we talked about it last week. He was somebody that you really like. Dave passed the eye test for you oh, more 100%. than Nkunku. Yes, for sure. Where's all the money gone on the Nkunku injury news? He went to Watkins. Everything's gone to Watkins. Ollie Watkins, what second? I think second highest selected now after Holland for FPL. So why not Nicholas Jackson?
2: I've had him from the start. He's eye test. He's, he's still he's in good. your lineup. He's good, yeah. I, I think he's I think he's going to Is he going to score against well. you guys? He probably. The way <laughs> okay. Honestly, like honestly him. the way that, <laughs> the way that we play, we're very susceptible to a player like him. He's so fast. He is so fast. He's taking the he, yeah. He he's he's going to get in behind for sure. He's going to be offside 3 times before that, but he's going to get in behind.
1: Okay. I mean, I guess I'm just saying like that's that's the reason like I maybe there's some fear or like looking at the, you know, you look at the lineup or whatever. Now there's, you know, I think everybody would like to have a few weeks of looking at Chelsea first to see, like, is the preseason great
2: in preseason.
1: They they've scored and I think they've looked looked better at yeah. times.
2: They have looked better than their last last season form, but their last season form. So bad they look really disjointed they're scoring in in spite of
1: themselves is what it looks
2: like yeah they look very disjointed i should
1: say i mean the the uptick as we're sitting here right this very second is now darwin is third for transfer or third most selected which is to me i feel like that's a bit crazy given everything we just talked about isak uh fourth for forward uh, selection jackson is fifth so he does crack the top five so it's not that's surprising. After Holland and Watkins, like it's, it feels like the template right this very second is Holland, Watkins, and. Uh, but Nicholas Jackson at least cracks your top five. Kane uh, creeping up there close though in sixth. It
2: does look like he's going to stay. That's a great question. Is it worth rolling the dice on somebody that expensive? No, we'll
1: I'm find not, out before I'm not, then. I'm not talking about I my so my team. Not. My team discussion is is. Concluded. I just like the. I think the only question for any of us is: Are you are you spending more than five dollars on a goalkeeper? No, no, I'm
0: not. But I know a lot of people uh, want to. No one is. Like said, they they want. a set it and forget it. Keeper.
1: Right, and so uh, like cheap goalkeepers having two like what it looks like potentially two starting four dollar goalkeepers, which uh Lester gave you (laughs) gave us that last season for uh, for a split second. Um. But no, it's Onana and Ramsdale. And then it there's not a crazy number of people, 14% going for Ederson. So Ariel is still r- the runaway uh, most selected, 31%. Not sure necessarily that he's going to start over Fabianski.
0: <laughs> That's still up there. Given, yeah, given not. everything that happened. But At either way, point, I again,
1: I just, yeah, I mean. If or you do what I'm doing... going to lose so much. <laughs> if you do what I'm doing, which everyone's is... have
0: to sell a four-zero keeper if uh, he doesn't start. Why? why sell it? I'm you gonna, cannot lose a tent, I'm going to
1: uh, need the... Uh, I'm going to need the here we go on uh, Matt Turner to Nottingham Forest because yes, I'm going to need a starter uh, in goal or I'm going to have to uh, swap things around here pretty quickly. That's a good point. Either way. That's a good point. Uh, end, of, end of discussion.
0: Last thing. Ryan, the spreadsheet... Of the preseason, that gives yep. us everything we need to know. Uh, give me, give me your top three things that you found on that that like stood out that you just didn't see coming that is going to absolutely make Travis go, "Holy crap! What is that?"
1: Well, I think we, to me, we talked about the the main ones that to, I think Liverpool's stats, their attacking stats, amazing. Uh, to me, Salah, I'm I'm really curious to know what a no Salah. The no sala justification. Like after his performance, would you are you would you dare go without him to start your season? I'm going without him. I know I you considered are considered it. Uh
2: but I, I no. I, I No. There's too much history. He is he's just too dang good.
0: I, I think he'll do great. I just don't think he's gonna do that much better than anyone else. He's not gonna do that much but better to justify his price.
2: Okay. I mean he has the past two years though.
0: That's no, no, he hasn't.
2: I mean, he was what thirty points ahead of the next person.
0: That's not justifying a th- a four dollar price difference. He's to me, like in I, my but, opinion, you can only
1: start a certain number of people. Where are you going to put that money? Are you going to get all that back? I just don't think you do. Second was Elliot Anderson. To me, like just as a four or five, like any optimism of him actually doing anything for four or five, and to me, I, mm-hmm. I just I, it's he's it's it's about price. The last thing really was. Kane scored four goals against Shakhtar in a game that I think everyone was expecting. Like you would know whether or not, uh, Daniel Levy was going to accept a now a hundred million dollar bid for Bayern that they've now rejected, which was supposedly the final bid for Harry Kane. Kane scored four goals in a game. I, I want, I feel like this Alistair gold. We've t- talked about him a lot. Reporter football London. Uh, great Great for Spurs information. Basically, just saying to, uh, in the the kind of the post match comments about you know, the Shakhtar game was just to say Postacoglu hates the Spurs team sitting back to the point that in the match against Shakhtar, toward the end of the first half, as Alister Gold said, uh, he uh, he was showing obvious frustration. He was waving his arms, screaming at the team play play play. They asked him about it afterwards, a, a screaming angry halftime talk with his team which he is saying, I was not happy with the last 5 or 6 minutes of that first half. It looked like we were just playing for 1-0. And oh, that Van
2: Antonio Conte.
1: That doesn't sit well with me. Mm. They finished the game 4-0. Kane finished the game with 4 goals. So he said, like, like, yes, is that why the team took longer? Is that why the Shakhtar players, after, after halftime, were waiting for Spurs players to come out of the locker room? And he said, yeah, maybe that had something to do with it. Oh. Kind of joking. Alistair Gold's take is basically just saying it proved that he's going to score a lot of goals or that he would score, a, a, the way he put it is, a ridiculous amount of goals in a post-Akoglu team. If he's staying there. Like I don't know how to, I don't know how else to say if he
0: stays there last then, season, then how I, many
1: times did we say if it wasn't for Holland, Kane would have been the most nailed player yeah, in sure. FPL?
0: Well, I, I had them both often. And That's so what I would do if I found out that Kane was staying, I would probably sell before the season started, or before the season, before the FPL season launched, if I found out that he was officially staying. Yeah. I would sell Nico Jackson and Ollie Watkins and go right to Kane and Shoreline. The United Defense uh 4.5 forward who has a, is the lowest percentage. Manager
1: average. is saying if he stays, he says basically cuz he kind of also poked fun at the idea of it being of there being deadlines or being final mm-hmm. offers or whatever and he just said basically I don't know what that means. There's a, we know when the deadline is. I'm in constant communication with my owner and with my player. So there's a deadline. We know what the deadline is. If Harry Kane is here, of course we're going to use him against Brentford. Like, like who cares? Uh, Other people making a big deal about the way the fans were applauding him as he exited the field at, like, what, 80 minutes or something like Mm. that in that game. And for Alistair Gold's take on it was it didn't feel like a goodbye. He said basically they were cheering him from the the fans love him. Of course they do. The fans love him and were cheering him from the moment that his name was read before the match started. They were singing his name the entire game. Like, basically just said, like, it wasn't, there was nothing different about him, like, clapping the fans. It's because the, the fans were, like, excessively pouring it on the player who's mattered the most to them as long as he's been there. So... Like, Brentford, Manchester United, Bournemouth, Burnley, Sheffield, that's your first five matches for Spurs? If Kane is stay, if, like, as of right this second, he's not going anywhere. I guess I'm just wondering why it's not Holland, Kane, Salah, and then you fill in the rest of the gaps with, with players. I, I really am, I guess I'm wondering why we're not, more people aren't doing that. I think it's only been, like, drama surrounding him to start the season you have a manager who's actively saying i don't want one nil why are we playing like he?" just the way he put it was i like we have a long way to go to get these players to have the belief that that's not what they are and when i saw that at the end of a match where it looked like we're almost playing for one nil i'm I'm looking at it as what are we doing why are you why are you acting like this so, I guess that's the thing. Like, all the optimism about other teams or whatever, Spurs are still basically the same that they were last season. There's not a lot different other than Larisse isn't there. So, Larisse made... How many mistakes did Larisse make? Like, what difference does it make if Larisse is the goalkeeper or not? It's zero. Like, the attack is what's good. Madison, Kulishevsky, Son Kane, with Rasharlison coming in at some point... Like, I I don't know how if Kane stays, it doesn't seem like it's going to be any different. Kane should still be, I uh, presumably the second highest scoring forward behind Holland. Why wouldn't he do what he did a lot of last season?
0: My my week two and three prediction slash four prediction will be that we are talking more about Spurs, regardless of Harry Kane is there or not, than we have in the preseason. And a lot you're of people right. will be going to the Spurs ownership.
1: Did you hear what I said? Brentford, Manchester United, Bournemouth, Burnley, Sheffield. I know. It's great. Look at that. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it.
0: Why are you screaming
1: at me? Because you're talking <laughs> down to guys just because they're on Tottenham. Well. You hate them so much. I don't and choose if they're on Tottenham.
0: They made bad life choices to go play for the yeah. Tottenham Hotspur. I'm just
2: glad that you have so many of them in your team, Brian. <laughs>
0: It's true. How many do you have? Currently. I have zero. <laughs> yes, Travis is <laughs> right you, again. I
1: just told you I have zero. <laughs> but guess what? Guess how uh, hard it is to go from Joe Alpedro to Kane. It's not easy. I'll tell you at that. At the moment,
0: that's yeah. facts. Okay. All right. Well done. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Travis, for bringing uh, excellent information and opinions to this podcast. Uh, I'm pumped because Friday is... This FPL season gets started, and it's going to be fantastic. And here we go again. Sorry, Fab, I don't think you've trademarked it yet. But Fabri- Fabrizio, is that his thing? Here we go again? Uh, uh, lots of people, here we lots go. of
1: people say here we go. Here we
0: go. Here we go. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.